Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on back to Mind Your Popcorn. I'm one of your two hosts, Ricky Uniac. And I'm Chuck Clark. Chuck, I, I don't know if it's been a week, two weeks, two days since our last episode. These these days, you know, as as we get older, you know, we're approaching 30 at this point. These days tend to run together. Um, but how have you been doing, my friend? Um, uh, been all right. I didn't do anything this weekend, so I got to just stay in and watch football pretty much the whole weekend. That was nice. Um, so obviously I didn't have full eyes on my Colts beating the Chiefs, but I saw enough, I guess, highlights. And uh, yeah, so that was pretty good. Otherwise, not not too much going on, you know. I mean, obviously I'm in the news world, so we're all eyes on Hurricane Ian and praying for all the people down in Florida and whatnot, but that's, that's the big thing going on. Yeah. If we happen to have anybody listening, that's like, you know, anywhere on that, I, I guess, what is that? The, the, the Gulf side of Florida, right? Yeah. Um, hopefully y'all are doing okay. Cause I saw some videos, man, like that, that is scary. You know, I'm, you know, us being from, you know, you're from Maryland, so you're like East coast, but I, I'm from the Midwest over here in Ohio. You guys actually probably get more like obviously you don't get hurricanes in Maryland, but not I often. feel like right. I but you're more prone, I think, to get those storms that kind of follow along the coast afterwards. But um no, I I saw that video today. It was every time there's a hurricane, they always do that video where there's the poor son of a bitch weatherman or weather woman who are like in the middle of a street. And there's like debris flying and they're trying to report. I'm just like, is this worth it? Is this worth like this person possibly getting hurt and or dying? Like, why do we need to be doing this? I saw Lamar Jackson quote cheated it on CNN's video. And then also today I saw videos of sharks swimming (laughs) in the street, like two separate videos, (laughs) two angles of sharks swimming in the water. And so there's always like, again, that's another thing. I feel like every time there's a hurricane or I guess and or flooding, I see the same meme. It's the same reused picture that's edited of like somebody placing like or like editing in like a shark fin into like a flooded street or something. They're like, oh, my God. No, these were real sharks that were swimming through the streets of Florida. So like, God damn that. Yeah, that that's no joke. And I, how long like do these normally like last for? Like, I'm so I don't know anything about hurricanes, you know, obviously. Being I mean, the storm remnants are going to hit most of the East Coast through the weekend. So it's going to basically turn into a depression here over the next day, I think, basically, and basically become like a rain, heavy rainstorm that hits the mid-Atlantic Northeast from like Saturday night through Sunday. Is the worst of it behind us at this point? Um. Hard to say, but I mean, the eye made landfall like four hours ago, four and a half hours as of this. It was like morning. around three o'clock, I think. Yeah. Three p.m. So I mean, the mo the worst of the winds and whatnot will be probably gone by like tonight or so. Okay. Okay. At least overnight at some point. Ah, I mean, the the videos and the images from from Florida are crazy right now. So like, I I was looking at a uh you know a projected trajectory of the storm and it looks like it might follow up the east coast a bit and kind of you know get into your your neck of the woods so um but by then it's just 
you know, you don't really get like a ton of the wind. It's just like a crazy thunderstorm or storm at that point. So, um, but uh, I want to circle back to what you said, uh, your Colts with a statement W on Sunday. St- Matty Ice. What, what, was that game in Indy? I think it was in Indy, right? Yeah, it was in Indy. Yeah, it was our first home game. I didn't get to watch any of it. I did have. Um, okay, so before I make an absolute fool out of myself, um, obviously sports betting is not legal in Ohio yet. However, one of like our like our local casino here in Cleveland has released an app where you can basically bet with fake money to kind of get a feel for how it works. So like I'm over here betting with fake money. So take that for what it's worth. I didn't have real money on this game, but I threw up like I'm I'm trying to take it seriously because I want to see like how I do come or like, you know, come January 1st. That way I know how much to like be playing with. I had a. A parlay. It was like a six-leg NFL parlay, and I had Kansas City money line. So, mm. you know, I was about as upset as I could be over losing fake money when I saw that final. <laughs> I was like, you son of a bitch, but what can you do? Um, are the Colts good? Not really. Our O line is is not playing well. Who else do you have besides Nelson? Our center's good, Ryan Kelly. Okay, Ryan Kelly, that's right. He's good, and our right tackle, Braden Smith, is is pretty good. It played really well last year. But we cut our right guard, Mark Glowinski, and uh, Danny Pinter, who we drafted in like the sixth round or seventh round two years ago, is filling in for him, is not doing the job he's of Mark. And our left tackle has kind of been up in the air, was up in the air a lot last year and is still up in the air kind of this year. So I don't know. Um, Obviously, that that entire division. Is kind of doo doo right now, mine like minus Jacksonville, I think Jacksonville wins that division. I mean, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, I don't know if Jacksonville wins the division, but I mean, they certainly are capable of it. I mean, to make the playoffs, that's a bet you got to hit at this point. Well, if I'm not mistaken, when we did our dark horse picks, I know I picked Jacksonville in the AFC, but I also picked Carolina in the NFC. And how, that's not really looking to that. That's not doing all too great. You you definitely were right about the Panthers being a trash team. Um, but the who did the Jaguars lose to in week one? Jaguars lost to the Cobbies. Commanders. Really? Yep. Oh, I said, okay, so they, I mean, you had the chance to start 3-0, and I guess, but they had the win in week two against the Colts, right? Because I think I remember you talking about how the Colts yeah. had one in Jacksonville since, like, 13 or something. Yep. Um, And then, I mean, listen, I know the Chargers are beat up. Like, obviously, like, Herbert was still hurting. Um, they also lost their best tackle, Rashawn Slater, and apparently Joey Bosa. Yeah, um, but Rashawn played at least for a little bit of that game, I think, right? The Jaguars game this past week. Yeah, but then he left at some point. Yeah, yeah, you, you're right. You're right. Man, the the freaking Chargers, dude, they cannot catch a break. If if Herbert's not 100%, which I don't, th- I don't know how he could be. 
you know, at least anytime soon. But like he did not look like himself on Sunday. Like that was bad. Like Well, he's they shouldn't have played him. I mean, he was hurt bad. I mean, you gotta let the guys injury get better, you know what I mean? Well, you know who else else you could say that for? Freaking Tua. Did you see that? Did you see the hit that he took? Yeah. What do you make of that? It's weird because they called it a back injury. They didn't. Yeah. Like he went in for concussion protocol and then went out. I don't know. I mean, it's possible. I mean, it looks bad, but we've seen pits that look terrible and then they get up and you're like, well, that actually wasn't so bad. You know what I mean? But he gets up and he stumbles and falls over again. Like he clearly looks dazed and then they bring him out. He goes to the tent and like. Listen, if if it if it ever comes out, because I know the NFLPA asked the NFL to look into that situation, if it comes out that they bypass concussion protocol, like, I mean, I have no doubt that Tua wanted to go back in regardless. But right. You cannot let somebody with what we know about brain injuries right now. You cannot let yeah. that let him go back in. And I wonder what the punishment would even be because he ended up getting the win. You know, so like, you know, they got what they wanted, but what would the punishment for that even look like? Like a loss of a draft pick? Do they even care about that? No idea. I don't know what, what, I mean, maybe, I mean, someone's going to get obviously fired. Their medical staff is just like banned from the NFL at that point. I guess you're right. Yeah. But like, again, I'm not inside in NFL locker room. I don't know the hierarchy of how they compose these staffs, but like, I would imagine that if a head coach or any, like an offensive coach really wanted to, they could trump a medical doctor and be like, you're keeping your mouth shut. He's going back in. We need to win this game. And then if that would be the case, and obviously like, I'd feel really bad for the doctor. Cause it's like, dude, you're just trying to do your job, but I don't know if Mike McDaniels is that type of guy. But that would, but that's why it makes it the perfect crime because you don't expect it from from him. Is, do we need Benoit LeBanc, Daniel Craig from Knives Out? Oh, someone call up Brian Johnson. We got the third movie for him. Um, Dolphins have been quite a surprise. I have maybe been a Tua hater. Um, I don't People know hate left haters. People hate lefty quarterbacks, man. They're, the ball doesn't look right to them. That's not why. I'm not really a Tua hater. I was just I just didn't think that he was a great quarterback. Um, but he has, like, all the tools around him and then some. Um, so I guess I really shouldn't be too shocked. But I don't know. I don't know if I'm still buying the fact that Miami's the best team in, 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 in the NFL. I think that award or that uh, title still goes to Buffalo. Um Buffalo also had a ton of injuries. Yeah, with Von Miller didn't play. Um, Both their starting safety. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they still like barely lost. So we'll see. We shall see. Um, I mean, the butt punt kept them in the game. I was hoping so badly that Miami was going to lose after that. I was like, oh, please let this happen. Um, and then obviously. Sunday was kind of wild because you had the butt punt, and then you had um, Sunday I mean, night the Jimmy liberation G. of Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> I, I did. I wasn't watching the game, and I checked Twitter, and I was like, 
why is Dan Orlovsky tweeting I'm free? <laughs> like in all caps. And I was like, no way somebody stepped out the back of an end zone, right? And then all it took was me refreshing Twitter and the video was all over. And I was like, oh, that's incredible. Uh, and it saved him from a pick six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, was it strategic? Did he do it on purpose? Obviously, no. But kind of worked out. Um, they still lose the game. Man, that was a shitty game to watch. That felt like cruel and unusual punishment. I, if you're a Broncos fan, you, you're two and one, but you've got to be feeling really shitty about your team. Dude. You see what ha- did you see the Manning cast? Eli said like they should have paid that punter the money today. Yeah. Russell Wilson responded like I'm three and zero against Chad Powers, and it's like yeah. I mean, he was I, joking about it. I don't think he was actually upset, but like still, like okay, he's not in the NFL anymore. You realize that, right? Uh, okay, so I'm glad you brought up the Manning cast because this was the second week of the Manning cast. I didn't do it in week two, did it in week one and, and this week. Um, I've watched both of them. Um, how are they not outdrawing the actual broadcast? Because that is television. I mean, we they might be. We won't find out probably for sure until – October or yeah, October sometime because of the ratings, the way the ratings come out. But yeah, I don't know if ESPN would let that slip either. I don't know how that would go, but well, I guess for ESPN, does it really matter? Because obviously, you know, the main broadcast is ESPN. This is ESPN too. So like they're getting the money either way, but yeah. like I, I, if they could do a Manning cast for every game, I would never watch a normal broadcast. Like well, Pat McAfee's so doing an alternate for Clemson, North Carolina State yeah. this weekend. I saw that. So who is he doing it by himself? I think it's his whole crew. Oh, that he does the show with. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be so cool. That's the Clemson, North Carolina game? Clemson, North Carolina State. North Carolina State. What time is that at? I almost like want to like mark that on my calendar. I believe it is a 7 o'clock game. 7.30, yeah. Same as the WU-Texas game. So is it going to be on TV or it'll be on YouTube? No, I think it's on TV. Like oh, I think it's oh, ESPN, the, ESPN two. They they got that new um that new uh what do you call it studio too. Yeah. I think it was this week that they moved into it. Um, that'll be really cool. I'm I'm excited for that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other football news. Um, I don't think so. Not that I can think of. Who do the Colts have this week? Titans. Okay, that should be interesting. Browns have the Falcons, and this just seems like a loss. Like, this would be a typical Browns loss to go in there. Um, you have Jacoby top 10 QB in the league, Brissett going in. and But this seems like a Marcus Mariota 300-yard passing, 100-yard rushing nightmare scenario. Um <laughs> I might take if if I were playing for real money, if I was betting real money, I would take the over on Marcus Mariota rushing yards. It can't be a lot. What over under has got to be at like what twenty four and a half? Um, for Marcus, I haven't looked at the numbers, but I mean twenty four and a half for Marcus Mariota. That sounds right. Whatever it is, take the over. He's gonna have like fifty or sixty yards rushing. The Browns. We play the Ravens twice a year. We've kind of constructed this defense to stop mobile quarterbacks. We still cannot. 
Um, and our, our both our starting linebackers are hurt. Anthony Walker is out for the season. And Jeremiah Usukoromo is banged up with a groin injury. So I don't even think that he's going to be playing. And you might not even have Miles Garrett. Um, so whatever the over is on Mariota rushing yards, I am hammering it. So. A, Pat McAfee's um, alternate cast does, in fact, start this Saturday for the Clemson-North Carolina State game on ESPN2. Oh, okay, cool. So it's going to be on TV. That's all. That's dope. Yeah. I mean, I think if you have – I assume if you have, like, a, you know, a version of ESPN Plus or Hulu – I know Hulu Live TV, you'll you'll get yeah. it. Yep. Um, yeah, because you, you get the ESPN package with that, so you could stream it through ESPN's website. I will be at a local uh, W bar watching the W game. Fair. So you I'm sure that game will be on. Get Texas? Texas, yeah, at Texas. That's going to be tough. That's going to be real tough. I, I said I would never bet on a team I root for ever again, but I might uh, might take us to cover. What's the Even spread? Plus 10. Oh, uh, yeah, I think that, that might be too many points. Depends hey, on it's in it's in Texas, right? And we I remember like four and two in our last like we're four and two games. against Texas overall. Okay. okay. In our last six games. Five of the last six games have been determined by seven points or less. Okay. Okay. I think yeah. WVU plus ten sounds good. Um before we move on to talk about the shows, because we are going to be talking about um, Andor through the first three episodes. We both have watched the first three episodes and then get caught up on House of the Dragon. Um, both of our favorite baseball teams clinched postseason spots in the last week or so. So the Yankees have secured the first round by. Mm-hmm. Um, so congrats. Um, even though Aaron Judge may never hit another home run for the rest of his career. Um, not against the Blue Jays. Not as long as the Blue Jays keep are like, nope, we'll walk you. Walk there's a, th- I saw a couple sports books that have odds on if uh, Aaron Judge will hit another home run in a Yankees uniform. Because mm. there's the speculation that he leaves after this season, which don't think he will. The Yankees have all the money in the world. They'd be stupid to let him go. So they're just assuming that he's also not going to hit a home run in the postseason. No, it would be through. In a, he will never hit another home run in a Yankee uniform, which I guess I don't know how that works. Because, like, would you have to wait until his career is over? Because what if he goes back and what if he leaves and what if he pulls LeBron? Right. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um, what if he retires in 20 years and then comes out of retirement and they've already paid the bets out? What if he does a celebrity softball game in a Yankee jersey and hits a home run? You're 100% <laughs> what if he just went what if he just went to Yankee Stadium with his old jersey in like 30 years and tossed soft tossed the ball up to himself and just launched one out of there would that count? It yeah, happened. I don't know. It would have to. I mean, if you're going to be, if, if you're, I don't know exactly what the, I don't know what the exact word. I mean, is. that that can't be a, that's not a legitimate book, obviously, that's offering that number. <laughs> so, um, you're probably right, but I saw that they were having some fun with that. Um, so the Yankees will play the winner of the Guardians Wild Card Series. Well, are they reseeding? 
for the MLB or are they like, no, you know, it's it's not. There's no reseeding. There's no reseeding for the MLB. This year. No. For the new playoff format. OK, nope. so the Guardians will play whoever has whoever the third wildcard team is. What you think of it ended today? It's Seattle um, in a three game series. The winner of that three game series would then play the Yankees while the Astros would have the winner of what would be in this instance, Toronto and Tampa Bay right? game series. Um, if and then I believe in the NL, the Dodgers and the, the winner of the NL East is going to have the first round by, I think that the Braves and Mets, I think are locked up even now in the division, which is super exciting because they play each other. I think in a three game series here in a couple days, um, so the Dodgers have the first seed, whoever's going to win the NL East is going to have the second seed. And then the Cardinals locked up the third seed. And then I believe it's the Brewers, Phillies and Padres, I think are the three projected wildcard teams right now in the NL. The Phillies in the, um, in the, in the NL. In the NL, yeah, Phillies, Brewers, Padres, I believe are the three. If the season ended today, they'd be the three NL wildcard teams. I'm looking now. Phone is taking a while. I'm going to cue the Jeopardy music here pretty soon. (laughs) All right, let's see if I can beat you to it. Yeah, look at that. Okay, so in the NL... We have the Dodgers, Atlanta, and um, the Cardinals. So Atlanta has only clinched a playoff berth. They have not clinched the division because they are tied neck and neck with the Mets. Um, And then, wait a second. No, Milwaukee's not in it right now. I'm wrong because it would be whichever team doesn't win the NL East between the Mets and the Cardinals, the Mets and the Braves. And then. It's the Padres and the Phillies who would have who would round out the rest of the wildcard teams. Milwaukee, the Brewers are game and a half out. The Mets are clear of the Braves by like six games. No, they are not. They're tied in the division. Mets are 73 and 40. Braves are 67, 46. Chuck, do the math. 73. And what what are you talking about, man? These teams both have 97 wins. Are you looking at an old? I must be looking at an old one. <laughs> 73 and 40. That's like right after the All-Star break almost. It was set for August 26th for some reason, and I don't yeah. know why. No, yeah, your your info is a little outdated. Um, they are both sitting at 97 and 58 right now, the, the Mets and the Braves. All right. Now now it's updated to today's. Okay. okay. 97.58. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah, San Diego, Philly, with the Milwaukee right on the outside. Yep. Game and um, a half behind Philly. So it's not over for Milwaukee, but not looking great. You still never know, though. Um, so it'll be interesting. And again, the Mets and the I think the uh, Braves left to play each other for a three-game series before the season ends. So that's going to be exciting. Yeah, and the and the host for those three game series doesn't change. Like they don't travel for the third right. or second game. They just stay there. I think they switch. I assume game one, like the home team is the true home team. And then game two, they switch it. 
No. So they're just the wild, home team wild card series. Yeah, are they just the home team all three games? Yeah, all three games are in the are, are at the best records ballpark. So for the in the Guardians, no, is, I understand they're at the ballpark, but do they play it like we're at the like the Guardians will host the Mariners? Game one, the Guardians are the home team. Game two, do the Mariners play the bottom of the inning, even though they're in oh, Cleveland? That, they've done that before. I don't know if they've done that before. I, I don't think they do that. I that that would be that would be silly. I think if they were to do something like that, um, I hope they don't do it. Cause then what the hell's the point? I don't know. I don't think they're going to do that. Um, I will be protesting outside the stadium if they do do that. Um, cause that'd be stupid, but, um, postseason starts here next Friday, week from tomorrow. Wait, today's Wednesday. So a week from this coming Friday, the postseason starts, um, they're going to have all the wild card games, I believe, on a, on Friday. I think all of the games will be playing, all four of them. So I'm excited for that to get going. Um, okay. Let's get into these shows because we're already at a half hour almost. Um, <laughs> Andor, the new Star Wars show, uh, debuted last Wednesday with a three-episode premiere. Um. I I know I don't remember if we mentioned this in our last episode. I like I knew this show was coming, but I also it like also snuck up on me. Um and just to sort of give like brief first impressions, uh very, very good so far, I think, through the first three episodes. What about you? Hundred percent agree. I been a little down on Star Wars recently. Been thinking, I think I'm kind of done with Star Wars. Oh. And uh, that might still be true for other projects. Not named The Mandalorian and this. Because this is the best show since The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, clear, I think from like the second episode. Like, I was like, oh, okay, this is... World's better than Obi-Wan. Um, yeah. You know, no pun intended, but like... <laughs> Galaxy's better than whatever the hell Boba Fett was. Um, but, but minus the, the Mandalorian episode, I think we all agree that Boba was back for that one episode, but quickly came tumbling back down once they went back to the Boba Fett storyline. Um, no, this show's great, dude. I, I didn't know exactly what kind of vibe it was going to be. I obviously assumed it was going to feel a little bit like Rogue One, which I think it does, almost like a Star Wars crime sort of thriller kind of um i didn't know exactly what to expect because this the character of cassian andor in rogue one um he he wasn't the main character right like no and we obviously if you've seen rogue one you know how that ends so i was kind of like how are they gonna do this but they've done it so well through three episodes like, I don't know. It just has me captivated. Same. I mean, like, I feel like what this show does really well is just really show the sort of how tough it is for a regular person in the galaxy at this time. Or just, you yeah. know, a person in general, like, live it in this time. You know what I mean? Like, and he is really put out of it. So, and he's. I love this kind of like, you know, he's not in the rebellion. He doesn't even know the rebellion's not even t kind of a thing yet. 
mm-hmm. but it is, you know, and the interactions with, um, I also, oh God, I love to hate that Imperial guy, the oh, best yeah. inspector. Yeah, he yeah. sucks, whatever his name is. I hate him. But his boss, you know, his boss was in uh, uh, Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, the boss, he's the dude from the Vale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, p- I picked up and I was like, how do I know this dude? Um, yeah. And also, this really isn't a spoiler for you. I know you haven't watched episode four yet, but there's another Game of Thrones actor who pops up in episode four. Gotcha. Um, it's the Night King, by the way. They had to like, do, you know, they had to like hide his like ice crown. Um, <laughs> they didn't do a very good job. It like pokes through the wig. Um, I was wondering. Okay, so if am I wrong in saying that this is this is more of a street level show? At yeah. Least so far, I guess it could change, but so far, um, street level. Is this like their first attempt at a street level sort of? Besides the Mandalorian, yeah. I mean, I the, Man- the, the Mandalorian. Fir- like, I don't. I think that's higher than street level. Well, the first season is street level. You're the right. The very okay. first yeah, season yeah, yeah. is street level. Then the second season, they they've elevated it. Yeah. And even then, he's still like, it's all gonna surround Mandalore, one planet. You know what I mean? Everything's gonna be connected. So it's gonna be mid level. You know what I mean? But it's not yeah. the entire galaxy. You know what I mean? I, I think it was just refreshing. I don't know exactly where on the timeline we are. I know we're obviously in between Revenge of the Sith and Rogue One. So we're somewhere right. in, in, in that middle part. But it was just nice to hear them talk about the Empire and, like, not mention Vader or, like, the Emperor. Like, that was kind of cool. I was like, okay, so this is very much, like, what life for me would be like if I lived in the Star Wars universe um you know kind of like an average joe so exactly like how how you said it 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 was it was really really cool um i absolutely love um oh god what's the dad's name stellan skarsgård in this yeah we get him in the third episode but my god does that dude crush everything he does i loved i loved him first off Bix. The girl, the woman. Everyone loves Bix, man. <laughs> listen, listen. Twitter and Reddit were a wild place after last <laughs> Wednesday. Everybody loves Bix, myself included. Um, and Diego great. Luna. Diego Luna is killing it. Like, yeah, just kind of making you care about this guy, but also showing that he's kind of like not a not a scumbag, but like you know. Not he's, a standout citizen. <laughs> he's the guy that always owes you money, but you're kind of like, I get it. All right. But <laughs> everyone sort of knows somebody like Cassian Andor in their life. I mean, maybe besides like the murder part of it, but yeah, um, no, you're hundred percent right. And I'll tell you what, man, like, you know, I, I know we don't have the time to like go through each of the three first episodes individually that ending to episode three. Like, oh if my I, God. If I wasn't hooked, I've never, like, I think that I shed a tear. Like, that ending sequence. Oh, you, it definitely you got the, misty. It definitely oh got misty God. when they're cutting back crazy. between him and I'm like, him I've been with kid. this character for an hour. Why am I this? <laughs> why am I getting this emotional about this? Um, yeah. Because it's so, damn good writing. That's why Tony Gilroy knows what he's doing. Dude, 
Um, a shout out to um the actress. I'm I have the cast list up here. I can't find her. Um, but she plays his like adoptive mother. You know, oh, she was um in the Harry, Harry Potter, Potter movies. Yeah, she's uh Aunt Petunia in the Harry Potter series. She has like maybe what like ten to twelve lines in that third episode or throughout the first three episodes. I love her. I'm like, oh my god, I care so much about this person's like well being, and I've only really like been with this person for twenty minutes. And then you're right. That ending sequence where they're flashing back between when she rescues him from his home because she knows the Empire was coming, and then he's leaving on the ship with. I think uh, it's the it's the Republic at that point. Oh, the Republic. Yeah, yeah. You, you'd be right because assuming he's at least. Yeah, she says out. she says the Republic, but it might be right as the Empire's becoming a thing. Kind of in or, that period. Yeah. Sometime around Order sixty six, this is happening. Um. And then when he's leaving with um, Scarscar's character, who is his name? Luthen? Luther? Rail or something? I can't remember. Luthen. Yeah, Luthen. I guess. Okay. Um, they cut back between the younger version of Andor as a kid looking at the driver's seat of the ship. And it's um, I, I can't find her name. This is I can't remember her name at all in the show. Um, but it's his like new adoptive mother, obviously, Aunt Petunia, I'll call her. And then he flashes back and he's, you know, grown up leaving with uh, with Luthen. Dude, it hit me, man. I was like sitting here. I was like, oh, my God, am I about to cry? Like, because, again, I think the first few episodes, I think the longest one was 40 minutes. I've spent at the most an hour and a half because I watched them consecutively. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I've never had a show pull me in like that. Not that I wasn't already bought in, but now I know why they did a three episode premiere because it really kind of is like a three episode pilot that kind of lays out what's going to be happening here and kind of introduces most of the main characters. Um, so yeah, props to the writers, the showrunners. Uh, they have killed the first three episodes. I have no reason to believe that the rest of this first season won't be as good. And we obviously know that it got renewed for a season two. So we're getting at least another season of this, which is really, really exciting. Yep. Twelve episodes in the season. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, also, another great droid to the Star Wars canon. Yeah. That, Solid. They, they nailed dude, it. I felt so bad for that droid. droid. <laughs> felt so bad for that droid, man. He's I know. <laughs> he's the slow droid. Have they like whiffed on a droid? Like I don't think so. I mean, C three PO got a little annoying in the last three, but you know, started out okay. Fault. He should not. The, those last three movies probably shouldn't have happened. Um, that's not really his fault. But uh, no, droids uh, for the most part, they they do a really really great job with. Um, anything else you want to talk about and or talk about with Andor before we move on to House of the Dragon? Um. Just, I don't know, shout out Gilroy family because, you know, they know what they're doing. Tony Gilroy wrote Rogue One, um, also wrote the Bourne movies, uh, Night, or what did he do for, he was a producer on Nightcrawler, wrote and directed Michael Clayton, uh, wrote, um, yeah, so he's just been 
I don't know. He kill, he knows how to do these taut thrillers. Yeah. So shout out that guy. It's been really solid so far. Um, I'm I really excited to see where the rest of the season goes. Um, moving on to House of the Dragon, I you know I I know I'm aware that I was the reason that we couldn't get an episode out last week. I had like a really really busy <laughs> week. Um, I may have picked the worst week in terms of House of the Dragon to to miss because last week's episode so not episode five but episode no wait did we just watch episode five or six i think we just watched episode six the first oh. one with the older rhaenyra and alicent alicent yeah okay you're right so episode five um i may have picked the worst episode to not record the week after it aired because I think that this was the strongest episode in terms of the memes afterwards specifically surrounding Sir Kristen Cole just being an absolute incel he's yeah. an incel he is yeah. a dude who who wanted something out of a woman that she did not want and then basically decided well then she's the worst person to ever live yeah that is an in, that is pure incel behavior. This is real Andrew Tate type shit. Is what we're dealing with here. Um, the audacity to hit it once and assume that she's gonna fawn over you afterwards. I I sort of wish I had that kind of confidence. Also, don't because that's really disgusting. Um, homie fumbled his entire life away. Almost fumbled his entire life away. Because of how upset he got. Should have fumbled it. And then Allison came in and was like, nah, 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 I got you. Yeah. You're the type of scumbag I need. Allison, dude. Um, I saw a lot of hate tweets for Allison. I have something to say about that. Because I caught an interview with the uh, with Olivia Cook, not Emily Carey, um, the older version of Allison, on how they were told to approach the character of Allison Hightower. I don't know if you saw. What, I what think I'm, I saw, but I can't remember who she compared herself to. Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll say that. I want to give a quick recap of episode five. I'm, this is going to be like a, a three minute rundown. Um, basically, the episode kicks off. They are uh, Viserys is basically like trying to find a match for Rhaenyra, right? And he pledges Rhaenyra to her cousin. Um. Uh, what the Valerian kid? Um, on the boat ride to this meeting, um, or from this meeting, I don't remember if they're going to or from. Basically, Sir Kristen Cole like lays it all out there. He's like, "Yo, I love you. Let's run away." Essos. <laughs> We you know like screw you know your uh your family screw. Um, the king, let's just do this. And she's like, not about it. And this spirals into the downfall, which ends up being, uh, what happens at the end of the episode. Um, so let's just skip to the end of the episode. Cause that's, that's really the meat of this, of, of, of this whole story. Um, Viserys invites all the high lords and ladies to King's Landing for this wedding between his daughter and essentially her cousin. Um, her cousin is not interested in women. 
homie is very much into uh, some dude back from I don't remember where where where, where they're from exactly. Driftmark. Driftmark. But it's he's like basically. A- it's Go not ahead. new, but it it wasn't in Game of Thrones. The house, their house, isn't sort of exist in Game of Thrones. I think, right? Because yeah. basically they and the Targaryens sort of merge. Yeah. Uh, well, they keep marrying each other, so that was bound to happen. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, he's gay. He has a boyfriend from Driftmark. Um, dude's name is Joffrey. Should have known off the bat. That if your name is Joffrey and you're attending a wedding, whether it be your own or someone else's, uh, things do not typically bode well for you. Um, we get to the wedding at the very end of the episode, and uh, Rhaenyra and her cousin essentially have this agreement. They're like, listen, our marriage is going to be purely business. We're both going to do what we want on the side. Um, then, you know, like, like who cares? We'll, we'll put on a show. We'll make it work. Um, well, the lover boy, Joffrey, takes it upon himself to go up to Kristen Cole during the, the like, the basically, like, the pre-feast to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Because he can see the way Kristen's looking at Renee. He's like, oh, this is the dude that she's sleeping with. So he, like, goes up to him and makes, like, a very ominous, uh, 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 ominous, 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 ominous. Um, I, I, I didn't see. That's the thing. I didn't think he was trying to threaten him. I think okay, he's saying that's a, look. That's a bad word, but he was being weird. Like what? He why was trying to even do that. I think he was trying. What he was trying to say is like, listen, I know your secret and we know yours. You know, your her. We know your secret with her. Yeah. I'm giving you my secret with him. Let's play it cool. You know what I mean? Let's not. We don't have to freak out. <laughs> We can we can come and go in the room as we please. We it doesn't have to be awkward at all. And the and if we do that, we keep them happy. We keep the realm happy. No one's the wiser. And so Kristen reacts to this and goes, "Nah," and kills him. Let me rearrange your face, boy. That's essentially what he does. He like punches his face in. He tries to be the mountain, but he's not. True. True. <laughs> um. Yeah, man, it's bad. He really, he really lost his cool. Um, and it turns into this whole thing. And I guess like when you're a member of the Kingsguard, you don't really need a reason to like murder somebody in a large gathering like that. Like, I guess it's assumed that like you're honorable enough. Like, you know, if you're a part of the Kingsguard, we trust you enough to make the right decision because there's no consequence to him just killing this guy um who is uh keep in mind a guest of the groom to the wedding so like you know this isn't just some random dude um but at the end of that episode you know viserys decides to have like the shotgun wedding before they like really clean up the blood on the floor it's very awkward people are crying um and sir Kristen cole it goes out to the godswood and is essentially i think the the japanese term is it Arikari? Seppuku. What's Arikari? I have no idea. But Seppuku okay. is the kill himself with the sword. Yeah, where he stabs himself in the stomach. Um, and I thought it was going to happen for a second. Obviously, you and I kind of know the book lord of this. And I was like, oh, are, are they really going to do away with Kristen Cole? Are they going to stray that far away from the book? Like, is that what's going to happen? And then Allison's there. And I guess all you really got to do to make him stop and say his name. She's like, Sir Kristen. 
And then he just stops. And then I was like, okay, so. Well, I assume a conversation happened after that. We just don't see it. The writers were like, nah, we're, we, they, they'll get it. Probably, I guess. Um, that's the end of the episode. So shit kind of hits the fan. Um, and then we pick up back in episode six. And this was the time jump. This was the big time jump that we all knew was coming. At least I, I, I hope everyone who's listening knew it was coming. If it. If you didn't, you probably were confused as hell through the first 10 minutes of this episode. Um, but we finally get the two older versions of Renera and Alicent. Um, this episode felt, and I'm sure this was intentional, felt like a second pilot episode. Yeah. Um, you you come in, I believe the first scene is the one shot sequence of her like giving birth and then being summoned by Alicent. And she decides to take the baby herself and she's moving around with her husband. I can't remember his name. Is it, is it Lanor Lanor? Um, and it's a really, really cool one shot sequence watching them kind of navigate through the halls of, I'm, I'm assuming that's the red keep and making their way to the queen's chambers. Um, about 10 years has passed. Uh, her and Allison, Renee and Allison still very much do not like each other. That friendship was not saved. Um, if anything, it's even more intense and bitter as it was, because as we learn, um, this is Renera's third child that she's giving birth to. She already has two. Um, and none of them look like Leonor, man. None <laughs> not even a one. little. They're, they're white and they have brown hair. None of them look like their dad. And. Did you know at this point whose kids they were? Like, did you know? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So you're not on the same boat. Um, so I was like, okay, all right. So this is obviously Harwin Strong's children. And then we get introduced to the older version of Harwin Strong, played by the same actor. He's now the commander of the City Watch. And he's like a little too comfortable being around these kids. He's like always in Renera's chambers. He's holding, he's holding the baby. Um, and you're like, okay, so these three kids are his. Um, I was trying to figure out if Lenor knew or not. I don't think he, obviously I don't think he does. Um, I think but, he did. Uh, oh, so you think he's in on it? You think he knew yeah. that these, yeah, because when he's, when he's walking out of the door, when he's like leaving the kids for a sec, remember him and he gives Harwin that like little nod. He like, he's closing yeah. the door and he like, and then he closes the door at Harwin. And I, so I, he knew he was like, yeah, you get in there and do the work. I don't feel like I'm not. A, this is not my taste. <laughs> so, OK, so I, I guess it would make sense because I was I was trying to think about it. I'm like, OK, obviously none of these three kids are his. And if he if he knew that they weren't his, I'm assuming that means that he and Renera never even tried. Um, yeah. OK, so that that makes sense to me now. Um because if they never try, then obviously he knows, like, well, how the hell could she have gotten pregnant? But um, you know who does know that those kids aren't his is Alicent. Mm -hmm. And she is hell-bent on convincing the king that this is did, the truth. Did you recognize Olivia Cook, by the way, from anything else? Ready Player One. Yeah. Yeah. Ready, ask you. Okay, so to be fair, I did not recognize her, but I watched with my friend and he recognized her, so he told me. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's from Ready Player One. Um, but I think she's 
she has. I mean, I think she's been in more. Uh, she's been in other things, obviously. British movies and 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 British TV. N- nothing a whole lot, I think, from over here in the states. But uh, yeah, she's hell bent, man, on on convincing Viserys that these are not uh, Lador's kids. And it's so funny because we get a much older version of Viserys. I'm like shocked that Homie's still breathing at this point. He he lost his entire arm. Um, he just seems to be happy to one have grandchildren and have them not be Damon's kids. <laughs> He's just like as well, anybody but Damon, I'll take it. Um, and uh, I don't know how much longer Homie's gonna be around you because he looks bad. Which one, Viserys? Oh yeah, no. But he is not aging well, gracefully. No, no. He, one arm um, looks like kind of weirdly represents um, what Melisandre would turn into when she took off her necklace. Kind of mm-hmm. looks like that. Yeah. So essentially what happens in this episode um, to get into the meat of it, there is a scene around the middle of the episode where Sir Kristen Cole, who we can see is still very much um, bitter about Renera not picking him um, is training Allison's kid. So we see a teenage version of Aegon. Um, we see a, a younger version um, of, of uh, Aemon Targaryen who I've, I've heard and obviously know because of the lore um, turns into quite a problem later on um but they're older than Renera's kids and sir kristen cole's training with them they're like sparring somewhere like in this courtyard uh viserys and um the hand of the king um lionel strong i believe um mm-hmm. are kind of observing and harwin strong kind of comes in and accuses uh sir kristen cole of not training Renera's kids and push comes to shove. Sir Kristen Cole kind of gets a little too comfortable. Um, basically, essentially, without saying it, says like, oh, well, you know, you're you only care this much because these are obviously your children. And Harwin Strong kind of goes uh, berserk on him and gives him a few good punches to the face. And uh, um, it's very apparent now that. The only reason he freaked out is because those are, in fact, his children. His dad, actually, um, Lionel Strong, is so honorable that he decides to resign as Hand of the King because he believes that he can no longer, with integrity, counsel Viserys. And Viserys doesn't let him because Lionel refuses to say exactly why he's resigning, but everybody in the room knows why he's resigning but Viserys is having none of it. So Lionel basically is like, well, then at least let me take Harwin back to. Um, oh, my God. What is that castle called? Harrenhal. Harrenhal. Um, because he's the heir to Harrenhal. At least let me do that. Viserys grants it. Um, we'll touch on that here in a second. Actually, let's, let's just touch on it now. because I think it actually happens right afterwards. Well, no, it doesn't happen right afterwards. We get a nice little scene between Allison and the other strong child, which I think his name is Linus. Yeah, Linus. It's weird because he – so there's Linus, Linus Renera's husband. 
Oh, and no. then there's no, Lionel. Lenore is, 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 Lenore Lenore is, Rhaenyra. is Rhaenyra's husband. Lionel. Jesus. I think like the Charlie Brown character, oh, I believe God, is. James. What is, I mean, is George R. R. Martin trying? Okay, I'm gonna get in the exact name here. Give me a second. Laris. Laris is, is the scumbag's name. Um, the Laris new Peter and, Baelish. Yes, Laris and Allison um, seem to be having these frequent dinners together where they gossip um and laris essentially says like yo we need your dad back as handed the king um allison agrees even though you know she kind of admits that he wouldn't be able to be impartial but he at least be partial to her um and laris is like all right say no more i'm gonna go kill my dad and my brother and homie literally does that. He frees a couple uh, men down in the crypts that were not crypts, but down in the dungeons that were locked up, um, cuts out their tongues so they can cannot tell anybody about what happened and uh, sends them to Harrenhal where they burn the castle down. Well, not all the way down, but this was it's referenced a couple times through the first few seasons of Game of Thrones. This was the fire at Harrenhal. That's why people believe Harrenhal was cursed. Um, the fire kills both well, Harwin and Lyman. I, I think the Harrenhal curse was before, like it was, it's been, you're cursed. right. This like adds to that curse essentially. Right. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we lose Lionel and Harwin, um, in this episode, which I forgot that that happened. I'm not going to lie. That kind of caught me by, uh, caught me by surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing we haven't talked about in this episode is that over in um, Essos is Damon and his wife, who, God, I can't remember these names. Um, She's the other Valerian. She's the daughter. Right? Yep. Why can't I? She's not on the cast list. Why is she not on the cast list here? Bela? Is that her name? Her wife. His wife is no, Lena. Lena. It's Lena. Lena. Um, Damon's married to Lena. They have some children together. Uh, Damon is a girl dad. Um, third child on the way. Um, bad news about that is that uh, there's a problem with the delivery. The maester over there where they're staying in Essos. Um, basically tells Damon, he's like, yo, I've tried everything that I, you know, that I can, the baby isn't, uh, isn't coming out. And, um, Lana essentially makes a decision for herself that she's going to go out to Vagar, who is the biggest dragon. I believe that we have at this current time. That's her dragon. Um, and, uh, she basically Dracarys is herself. Um, which I'm not doing the scene justice by recapping it. It's very intense and sad. And, um, also like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know if it's because I'm like, I'm a guy, but like, there's a lot of pregnancy issues in this show so far through six episodes. Like we've had to do this twice. Yeah. And I'm just like, God damn. This is brutal. Feels excessive sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Also, <laughs> um, 
Also, my favorite meme of either of these two episodes, the image of Damon on the top of the castle wall and the two kids are sitting there. And somebody tweeted that image and was like, do you kids know how to do your own hair? <laughs> I saw that. Because <laughs> obviously, I, if you haven't watched episode one, I don't know why you're listening to this point, but um, the kids are black. And um, their hair does not resemble Damon's. <laughs> that meme was great. Um yeah, I, a white they, barber is not gonna know what to do with those dreads. Yeah. They are not gonna do it right. You gotta go Absolutely to a good, you gotta go to the right shop, and I don't I don't know if Damon knows where those shops are. No, I I, I don't know. So okay, so I don't think the show did did this justice. Um, I get they have to cut things for time, but in the books, Damon and Lena were like very much in love. And like that was like like that wasn't a um a business move marrying her. Like that was very natural and like he really did care for her and they do a good job in the show of like making him at least like look shocked when he witnesses what happens, but um maybe we'll show it next episode. I don't know. Like I I wish they would have spent a little bit more time. Well, I think um, her funeral is next episode. Yeah. So that's it what is. I it, it will be. Yeah, um, I, I, I hope because it'd be kind of interesting to see that side of Damon, because for the most part, the only person we've ever seen him care about is Renera. And like, I mean, that's even calling it a stretch. I mean, he. Well, he we'll get there. Very, yeah, he seems to be a very self-centered person at this point. And it would have been kind of interesting to see him uh, mourn. So hopefully we get that next episode. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think of like how this how this last episode ends. Does it end with that? It ends with it ends with the fire killing the brother. You know, after that scene yeah. is him explaining, saying kids are a weakness. Right, and then obviously we see Renera and um, Lainor and their whole party show Lee. up to Dragonstone. Yeah, they they flee. Basically, Renera's like, I'm not gonna outpolitic you, so I'm just gonna go to my own place, and we're gonna yeah, just gonna let this happen. Listen, this is the start of it, people. The, the the pieces are now where the, almost all the pieces are where they need to be for um you know for, for for this show to finally get on here. Well, I think Viserys only has like one more full like the next episode he's alive and then I think he dies in episode eight. That seems to be like the final ball to drop. Like is going to be him dying and then based like, on the episode titles because episode eight is basically going to be like they name. Megan the second the air and then yeah. episode ten Rhaenyra forms the blacks and goes this is civil war it's blacks versus the greens we have four more episodes right um so next episode more politicking yeah might end with Viserys's death that might how be how it ends well did you and see episode, the trailer for episode seven I saw that it has the the casket fall in the water I assume that's um, Damon's wife. We we get the altercation between Allison and Rhaenyra where Allison draws the knife. Ah, uh, so that's coming next episode. So like, yeah, I I do th- I don't think we're going to get into any juicy like war fighting in this season. 
I think that will probably leave off on a cliffhanger just at the pace that they're going. But I'm sure you agree with this. I'm kind of relieved now that these time jumps seem to be over. Yeah. Because six episodes, we've essentially jumped 13, 14 years. Um, and it's like, okay, I feel like I can breathe. 20. These are, one twenty. It's one eleven AC apparently after whatever their marker is in the first episode, as far as I can tell. And then one thirty is the start of the Civil War, Damn. which is the end of the season. So you got to think we jumped about ten years between episodes one through five, and then another ten to now. Yeah, it, it's gonna be nice, I, you know. I, I, well. So at least at least here, we're not going to be introduced to anybody like they're not going to swap actors or actresses anymore. I don't think. No, no, no. So we're, it's going to be nice to know, like, OK, this is who we're well, with now. You know, maybe they cat, you know, maybe. Oh, they the kids. Harris. No, yeah, they're the gonna, they, we'll get older versions of the kids. That's right. The kids will grow up a little. Well, not that much, though. Not that we much. do see adult versions of the kids, at least of the because there's adult versions of the kids in the season trailer. Oh, yeah. So. Um, by the way, the people pointing out that the kid who plays Aegon looks just like Finn Wolfhard. Also, I don't see it. I don't, I don't see the resemblance at all. I think you need to look at this kid's picture and then look at like season one, Stranger Things. And you'll see the like pale face with the red cheeks and the nose. Like it, it really works. Um, I didn't intentionally skip over the scene with Aegon, like the scene that everybody was talking about. But listen, did not expect that. Like uh, to to do what he did and have your mom walk in on you. Oof. Oof. Tough situation. Tough spot to be in. Yeah. 200 years um, later, Toman takes a different <laughs> one. I've I, I've seen that. <laughs> that. Tommen wasn't the only thing to 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 fall off that or fall out that window. Um, Yikes! Absolutely, absolutely wild scene to throw in the middle of that episode. Um, anywho, I I don't know if I really have of have much else to say um, about it. I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, glad the time jumps are over. Excited to see these last four episodes. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a couple, uh, like movie sort of news that I think we should touch on uh, before we sign off here. Um, the big one being the reveal yesterday on Twitter, on Ryan Reynolds' Twitter account. Um, if you haven't seen this video, I'm gonna ask that you pause this right now, pause it right now, and go watch it, and then come back. But now, I – how is this possible? I mean, Deadpool can do whatever they want. <laughs> he wants. So I think they're just going to put him in and see how – I mean, whatever. They're going to do a buddy comedy of some sorts. I saw this, and I was like, this is – this has got to be a joke. And it's not a funny joke because I wanted it so bad to be true. And obviously it is true, but like, how, how is it going to work with Logan? Don't know. Oh man. We'll figure that out. 
2024 cannot get here, uh, you know, soon enough. Um, I wonder if this is going to open the door for them to break. Cause I, is this going to be the MCU's Wolverine? Like, I don't know. Cause Deadpool three is going to be <laughs> MCU canon. Did you see John Krasinski tweeted something too? Like, is this yeah, our movie? What the hell he's like that JK. About? Yeah. I don't know. Um, Cause but, I mean, come on. There's, he's not, we know he's, he's not Mr. Fantastic going forward. No, no. At this point, I feel like they would have made the announcement already that he would be Mr. Fantastic if they were going to. So, um, right. and just how could you after the memes that came out after Multiverse of Madness? Um, who knows, though? Who knows? Um, so, yeah, Wolverine officially going to be in Deadpool 3. I have no goddamn clue how that's going to work. Um, I imagine Kevin Feige's excited because this kind of gets Hugh Jackman's Wolverine at least into the MCU. And I know we have secret wars coming up. So it's like, I mean, what the hell? I mean, they could do so much with that moving forward. I know there's like already rumors that like, they're going to use Toby Spider-Man and Andrew Spider-Man. And, you know, do they bring any of the original Avengers back that are no longer with us for secret wars? Like who knows? There's so much they could do, but, um, did you know that, um, that that they're making a uh, television series of Real Steel. Uh, now that you mention that, I feel like I don't know if I heard that it was a television series or a sequel, but I think I knew that something additional was coming. Yeah, because apparently it was discussed between Sean Levy, Ryan Reynolds, and Hugh Jackman to all do that, but maybe this is what they were really talking about. Maybe I did not see Real Steel, but I've I've heard great things about it. I didn't skip out on a movie. It was a day of school where basically upperclassmen didn't have to go, and I ended up skipping out with some friends to go see this movie. Okay, nice, nice. Has it been out that like was it that long ago? Twenty eleven. What? Twenty eleven. Guess like twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. Other movies Sean Levy has done since Real Steel. The Internship, This Is Where I Leave You, Night at the Museum 3, Free Guy, and The Atom Project, as well as work on Stranger Things. Yeah, and he's doing Deadpool 3, right? Uh, he also was a – yeah, and Dead, he's the director for Deadpool 3. Crazy. Yeah. He's had a pretty solid year, if you think about it. Um, how's that going to – I mean – Obviously, I, I know we're two years out away from Deadpool 3, but they haven't even started filming Stranger Things Season 4 yet. So, like, I'd be curious to see. You mean Season it. 5? Oh, yeah. God, Season 5. Um, well, he's not writing it. He just directs. I know, but, like, you, you think they film for at least four or five months? Oh, like, at least seven or eight, probably. Yeah. So, like, is he going to be writing for Deadpool Pool 3 during that time? No. Like, seems like a lot of work to do. Yeah, I don't know. There's, I don't know. It's all, it's too many question marks, and we're two years away from that at least. So, did you see the news about Blade? Yeah, that was concerning. Yeah. Um, I hope that that's not true because there's, I think there's like a lot of people who are really excited for this movie, myself included. Um, well, it's official that the director is out of the project. 
pretty sure. I'm more so talking about the rumors that like Kevin Feige is like spread too thin and that, like because this is not the only project, right? That I've I've heard this about. Um, but oh, a yeah, ninety-page yeah, yeah. script is is that what I read? Yeah. How is that possible? I I and don't the, know. The rumor was that it had like one fight scene or like two tops. Two fights and that it was they were lackluster. I don't know, man. I don't know. I am I'm excited for Black Panther that's coming this year. But I, I feel I do not have the same sort of hype and anticipation for these Marvel projects that I did just this time last year, you know, like for, for no way home. Cause this was the time that the hype for no way home was building up. Um, so I don't know. They they're pumping out these projects like crazy between these Disney plus shows and these movies. Like how could Kevin Feige not be spread thin, you know? Right. So who knows who freaking knows? Um, speaking of black Panther, um, we're getting the second trailer for Black Panther next week. So like that's pretty exciting. Um, that movie comes out what early November? Which one? Wakanda Black Forever? Pan- Wakanda Forever. November, yeah, November. I think it's early November, right? Like November fourth or something. Uh, I'm trying to get a release date because I'm looking at the time trying to find the timeline. But yeah, that sounds right. Like November eighth or something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um but yeah, man, I don't know. I am like just not as hyped for these Marvel shows or movies um, th- these days. Um, sans Black Panther, because I think, you know, based off the trailers and obviously we know what this it's going to be about. I, I, no, I'm still excited for November it. 11th. Oh, I'm off second that. weekend. Second weekend in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. OK, cool. Um. All right. I don't think that I have anything else um, that I wanted to touch on. Um, I well, I, I lied. I did want to ask you one thing. Um, any movies coming out that are on your radar that you're trying to go see? Uh, this week, um, Smile comes out. Yeah. That horror movie. So I might try and swing by and see that. Um, Billy Eichner. Romantic comedy Bros comes out. Mm-hmm. Woman King came out. I meant to see that. I think outside after that, it's a lot of like October horror movie things that I'm not super pumped about. I'm not going to go see Don't Worry Darling. I just Wikipedia <laughs> the plot. So I'm good on that. A co worker of mine went to see it and she was like, I don't know if it was worth the 15 bucks. Like it was interesting, but it was it was weird. I read a tweet um that was basically like don't worry don't worry, darling, is what happens when a white woman goes to see Get Out and is like, Oh, what if this happened to me? And then makes a movie about it. So <laughs> that right there was like, Okay, I'm not going to see that movie. <laughs> like that was all that I needed. Um I am like in I am really, really starting to get into my uh, horror movie kick that I seem to get into, you know, obviously with Halloween coming up. So I do want to see Smile because that movie looks creepy as shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
you see the marketing that they were they've been doing for that movie? The baseball games. There were That's two people at the baseball. That is. That is some of the best marketing I've heard in like a long or that Since I've seen they did it. Remember when they did it for it? They would have people with yellow yeah. with clowns hanging around. Yeah, but man, they didn't do anything like this. For those of you that don't know, um, there was two instances. It was it was there was like a big, big dude and like a smaller woman. They both were at two different baseball games, like major yep. league baseball games. And they both were sitting right behind home plate at their respective stadiums. And they both, for the entirety of the broadcast, were just staring into the outfield camera. That That's the camera that gives you the game feed through your TV. And doing the creepy smile that you see in the trailer for the movie the entire time. And it's like, holy shit. Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of mad that I, did, I didn't see that before I caught it on Twitter and TikTok afterwards. Because I would have loved I, – I don't know how I would have reacted. I'd have been like, what the – the fuck is that person doing but uh that's brilliant marketing dude that's so good also if you haven't gone in theaters to see barbarian highly recommend that's the other movie so is that in theater only yeah damn it okay i wonder if i can get out to go see that this weekend um because that's the other movie i've heard of i've heard like scariest movie of the year now i don't even know what else would be in contention for that but it was it was good it was so good yeah i saw it okay is that an a24 film uh, no, I don't think so. No. Okay. Okay. That's the other movie that I wanted to go see. Um, there's a couple Netflix horror shows that are going to be starting here in October that I want to watch. I already forgot all their names of it. I typically rewatch the first season of Haunting of Hill House at this point as well, because I think that's one of the best seasons of television I've ever seen. Um, um I have not watched the haunting shows, Haunting of Hill House or Haunting of Bly Manor. Shock. And I guess. And I guess I also need to watch Midnight Mass. Okay. I okay. I I just gasped. I have not seen season two of Hunting a Hill House or Midnight Mass, which I think Midnight Mass was from the creators of the Hunting series. Yeah. Um. But season one of Hunting a Hill House, Chuck, like, m- is in contention for the best <laughs> single season of television I've ever seen. I'm not exaggerating, and I I, I don't know how much how much weight that statement holds with you coming from me but it's so goddamn good um and you're not so obviously you wouldn't saw barbarian so like i you're not somebody who's like like you seem to like scary movies i'm not easily scared but yes and i i've come to appreciate horror movies a lot more recently i'd be curious to see if the first season of haunting of hill house gets you um the story's really really good um it's the reason why i stuck with it it's not just cheap jump scares um however what i will say is the biggest jump scare i've ever had in my life came from the first season of hunting of hill house i won't tell you when but uh if you have the chance to go and watch that you really should it's so good i will i'll make the effort (laughs) some point okay um all right Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this baby up? Think that's all. Okay. Um, we will be back with our next episode. We will get caught up, or you know, hopefully it's next week. Don't really know these days. Um, but we will be talking about the latest episode or episodes of House of the Dragon. We'll talk about the last couple episodes of Andor. Um, and I don't think 
She-Hulk will get wrapped up in the next two weeks. I think we still have like four or five weeks of that left, I think. Uh, it's nine episodes. And episode seven's tomorrow, I believe. Thursday. Um, double checking because I can't remember. Um, yes, episode seven's tomorrow. Okay. So we've got three more episodes. Yep. So two weeks from tomorrow, that show will wrap up. So our recap of She-Hulk will, that's probably two episodes away. Um, in the meantime, you know, if you would like, go ahead and give us a follow on the old Twitter. You can follow the podcast at Mind Popcorn. You can find both Chuck's and um, my personal Twitter handle in the bio. Um, feel free to give us a follow if you'd like. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can go ahead and leave us a review. Um, let us know, um, you know, how you like it. Kind of lets us know what we're doing and what's working and what's not. Um, other than that, I got nothing else. So, you know, if you're a listener and you're down in the Florida area or, you know, I guess anywhere along that southeast coast, stay safe. Um, but until next week, we will talk to everybody later.